Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be empowered. Be strong. Take charge. Speak life. Live life abundantly. Get with it now. You are now entering the chat room. Health chat with Coach Gene, that is, where we debate, debunk, educate, empower, impart, and raise awareness on all things related to health, healing, and holistic well-being, body, mind, and spirit. Let's go. Hey, everybody. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? You know what time it is. Hey, you know what time it is. It's time to enter the chat room. This is Health Chat with Coach Gene. And I am your girl, God's girl, Jean Turner. Thank you so much for tuning in from wherever you are tuning in for this broadcast. I thank you. I love you. And I appreciate you so very much. So tonight, um, we're going we're gonna to switch it up a little bit. And I hope that's cool with you. So yesterday, I had um, God had brought me back to... Uh, a few mornings ago when um, he woke me up and I heard the Holy Spirit say to teach on health from a biblical perspective. And I was like, cool, okay, I hear you. And so this was a teaching that God had gave me almost two years ago. And so I had planned, when I heard the Holy Spirit speak, I had planned to share it with you all the end of this month. However, how many of you know that God's thoughts are not our thoughts, and neither are his ways our ways? And to everything, there is a season. There's a time for everything, and God's timing is not our timing. We have to listen, obey, and get in alignment with God's timing. And so what ended up happening was my guest was supposed to have been on the show tonight had to postpone. And really, that's when I actually remembered, you know, what God had said. It, it came to me just like that, the snap of a finger, what the Holy Spirit had told me to do. And so obviously, God wants me to share this with you all tonight. So here I am. 
here we are. And like I said, tonight's show is a little different, but it's all good, right? Because I desire, as many of you, desire to be obedient to God and for him to be glorified. And, you know, I'm still learning how to flow. I've lived a very regimented life, you know, always plotting things on my calendar. You know, I I literally went by my calendar and my agendas and planned this and that, and you know. But I'm still learning to be flexible and to flow with the Holy Spirit and flip the script if that's what God would have me to do. So with that said... I want to remind you all, and if you are tuning in for the first time, I would like to hear your comments, questions, thoughts for tonight's show in real time. So go on over to my Facebook page, Help Chat with Coach Gene, and you can post your comments and questions for tonight's show under the promo, or you can go to Twitter at chat underscore coach on Twitter to post your comments or questions for tonight's show in real time because I got all computers up and running. And then lastly, you can always, always email me your comments or questions or your feedback to um, at healthchatwithcoachgene at gmail.com. So let us get right into what God has us for uh, tonight. And so let us pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I come before you. I come before your people, Lord. Lord, many of them tuning in from all parts of the United States and around the world. And Father God, I give you thanks and glory and honor. Father God, I pray that something said on tonight will bless your people, those listening now live and those who will catch the replay. Father God, let your word go forth in all boldness and courage and power of your Holy Spirit and that it bring health, healing, and wholeness to the listeners. In your precious son's name, I do pray and ask, amen, amen, and amen. And so, if you're on Facebook and you are looking at the promo now for tonight's show, I uh, posted a couple of scriptures that I'm going to be coming from. And I would like for you to write down these scriptures. I will go ahead and I will repeat them. But I would like for you to write down these scriptures. And so because I'm hoping that during your private time, you know, the time that you get with God is just you and him and you studying and you're meditating on on the word in your quiet time that you will go back to these scriptures and meditate on these scriptures and um, the perspectives that I'm about to present to you on tonight. And so, again, for those who've been tuning in for, you know, the last couple of weeks since um, the inaugural show tonight's a little different. Um, I am feeling led to go ahead and give you a, a little teach on tonight, if that's okay. And so, um, for each perspective, there is an accompanying scripture or scriptures. And so, I'm going to be coming to you. I don't know how far we're going to get tonight on this, because I'm going to let God just flow and have his way. But I'm coming to you from the topic of health from a biblical perspective. And keep in mind, for all you Bible scholars out there and preachers, that this is what God gave me almost two years ago. And at the time he gave it to me, I was going through my health challenge. I think it couldn't have been no more than two to three months when 
I um, began taking chemotherapy back in October of 2018. Yes, that's almost two years ago. This is how long ago God gave it to me. But for whatever reason he has, he's allowed me to share on tonight. And so remember, perspective is one's point of view. It may not be your point of view, but just roll with it and, and, and just have an open mind uh, because this is what God had given to me and shared with me almost two years ago. And so perspective number one is what I call a triad for health. And so the scripture for that is both in the Old and the New Testament. So it's under the law and it's under grace. And the scriptures I want to share with you regarding this first perspective, what I call a triad for health, triad is three, is coming from Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter and the fifth verse. And then in the New Testament would be Mark, the 12th chapter and the 30th verse. Again, perspective number one, triad for health for all you who want to write this down and take notes. Deuteronomy 6, chapter 5th verse, and from the New Testament, Mark, the 12th chapter, and the 30th verse. And it reads, and I go back and forth between the King James and the New Living Translation and the Amplified Bible, because I memorize a lot of scriptures from the King James, you know, the way the King James Version writes it, but I mostly uh, read and study from the Amplified, and throwing in the New Living Translation. But it reads, and you must, and this is the New Living Translation, and you must love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul, your soul, which is made up of the mind, will, and emotions, and with all your strength or your entire being. And so I want to share with you perspective number one from health from a biblical perspective is that when God created us, yes, he created us in the flesh, created us with this body. He gave us a mind. He created us to have and show emotion. The heart represents not only are the physical man as being part of the body, a very vital organ in the body, but the spirit, of a man as well. So the heart represents the spirit of a man and God in us through faith in Christ through him. We are born of the Holy spirit and are joined to the Lord as one spirit. But I digress. My point being is that God created us to be body, mind and spirit beings. And so when I look at that, I look at that as, God created us with a whole person perspective. And so my question would be to those who are listening in, especially our leaders, why is it that the church only ministers to the spirit man? For the most part, most churches only minister to the spirit man. And so the church can and should minister to the whole person because as we see, God created us, and again, this is a perspective, a point of view that God showed me. God created his body, mind, and spirit. That encompasses the whole man, the whole person, the whole being. And so the church can and should minister to the whole person, integrating and promoting health, healing, wholeness from a holistic perspective or from a whole person perspective. 
And this is what I call the triad for health, okay? The whole person, body, mind, and spirit. And if we are to be in good health, if we are to be healed and whole, then there has got to be balance within the body. It has to be a balance of these three, the triad, body, mind, and spirit. There must be balance. So all three have to be in balance. All three have to be in harmony because an imbalance in any one of these members of the triad for health causes an imbalance and disharmony throughout the entire body. That is perspective number one. Coach Jean's triad for health, body, mind, and spirit, because we are all three. And so, perspective number two, and this leads me to perspective number two, being stewards of our health. And this accompanying scripture is 1 Corinthians, the sixth chapter, and the 19th verse. Perspective number two, stewards of health. And so the scripture reads, do you not know? Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you if indeed ye be of Christ and the Holy Spirit dwells in you? Okay. And again, you know, I'm not a Bible scholar. I'm learning as I go. I see God for revelation and clarity, you know, and wisdom and understanding of his word. I didn't go to seminary. But for those of you who are scholars, Okay, I already know and understand what the preceding verses before the six before the 19th verse says, and it's talking about sexual immorality. I got it. But hear me out. Okay, What I'm teaching is a perspective, a point of view based on how God allowed me to view health from a biblical or spiritual perspective. Therefore, so yes. The last several verses that precede the 19th verse refers to sexual immorality. Got it. Okay. But maybe, just maybe, and I want you to ponder this, just maybe, there may be another way to honor God. There is another way to honor God. There's another way to glorify God, and he's telling us in this verse right here, in the 19th verse that we are to honor God, we are to honor him in our bodies. And so maybe just maybe another way to honor God, another way to glorify God is to practice stewardship over our health. Practice stewardship over the health that God has blessed us with. And so, you know, I shared this with my pastor almost two years ago, um, when um, God had prompted me and led me to lead the health and wellness ministry at my church here in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, God has given each and every one of us a unique assignment. And the reason that, that any one of us is still here on earth living and breathing is because there's still work for us to do. And the work that he has for us to do, only we can do it. Only I can do what he has entrusted me to do. Only you can do what he's entrusted you to do. Okay? And so, with that said, the bluff or the bottom line up front is we need to be as strong and healthy as possible. Okay? 
our bodies, our mind, our emotions, our spirit, man. We need to keep all of these pieces, these parts that make up our body as strong and healthy as possible. And so in Christendom, for decades, for as long as I can remember, and I was raised in church, I mean, backslid and had to find my way back to God. But as far back as I can remember, okay, growing up in the 60s and 70s, I've heard preachers say, okay, we be, be stewards, good stewards over your finances. You know, give, 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 give. You got to be stewards over your finances. But what about being stewards or managers, good managers of our health and well-being? And so, again, I want you to pray and meditate on these things. This is a perspective, a point of view. Yes, we're taught to be good stewards over our health, but what, I mean, excuse me, over our finances, over our material gains, should we not also be good stewards over our health and well-being? And so our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. I doubt very seriously if the Holy Spirit want to dwell. First of all, the Holy Spirit ain't going to dwell in an unclean temple. I doubt very seriously if the Holy Spirit want to dwell in sick, weak bodies. We are ineffective for the kingdom if we are not healthy and strong. We can't do nothing unless we got our health and strength. And so, you know, looking back at the preceding verses before verse 19, Yes, it speaks about sexual immorality, but even in that, if we believe the word of God and we believe that we reap what we sow, okay, those practices, sexual immorality are jeopardizing their health because number one, they run the risk for sexually transmitted diseases and that ain't healthy. And from a spiritual perspective, and I don't know how many of you even believe that demons exist, but from a spiritual perspective, just think, not only do they run the risk of sexually transmitted diseases, HIV and AIDS, which will affect health, but also there is such thing as a transference of demons. And every person, those practicing sexual immorality, every person that you sleep with, you have slept with everyone that they have slept with, and demons transfer, and that's a whole nother discussion right there, okay? I'm going to leave that one alone. That's for a whole nother topic when we do a health chat, and I bring in one of uh, the family um, uh, medicine physicians to talk about that, you know, STDs and those type of things, which should not be happening, especially amongst those of us in Christendom, because we should be married and saving that for our spouses, but that's a whole nother discussion, amen? And so remember what I said under perspective one, that triad of health. And imbalancing any one of the components of the triad affects the other components as well. And so we must begin to teach our congregation. We must begin to teach others how to be stewards over their health. And my prayer is that, you know, God led me really to branch out and do and host my own show, Health Chat with Coach Gene, uh, because he already told me my assignment. My assignment as a registered nurse and a coach, a certified health coach, about to be board certified holistic nurse coach, 
is to teach. She specifically woke me up out my sleep one morning and said to me, when people ask me what you do, I am to tell them I teach others how to be stewards over their health. <laughs> Excuse me. And so we've got to learn to be stewards over our health. We need to teach this to our families, our congregations, those around us, our communities, teach others stewardship over their health. And so let me say this, even during times of acute illness, even if you are suffering with a chronic illness or disease, you can still practice stewardship over your health. You know how? You can practice stewardship over your health by practicing wellness, by changing your mindset and practicing wellness. And health and wellness, although we sometimes use them interchangeably, they're two different things. And so I talk more about this on the Perspective 5, so I don't want to get too much ahead of myself. And so Perspective 1 was the triad for health, body, mind, and spirit. God created us with a body, mind, and spirit. We are all three. Perspective two, being stewards over our health, because our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, if indeed the Holy Spirit lives within us. And so perspective number three, wholeness, wholeness, because God wants us to be whole, healthy, healed, and whole. What is wholeness? Wholeness is a state of being unbroken. It's a state of being complete. It's being in harmony, which is the totality of what makes us human. So again, it points back to that triad of health. What makes us human? We have a body, a mind, our spirit, our mind. Um, we, when we think of our mind, that's our will, our emotions, you know, our mind. You know, we, it goes back to that triad of health. It's the totality of what makes us human. And so the scripture for this perspective, number three, wholeness, H, excuse me, W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S, wholeness, is John 10 and 10. And I know for a lot of you, this is a very familiar passage of scripture. John 10, verse 10, the thief comes to steal kill, and destroy. That's the King James Version. But I love my New Living Translation, which says, the thief's purpose, the thief's purpose, the thief's sole purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But my purpose, Christ's purpose, is to give life in all its fullness, or as the King James says, life more abundantly. I know that sounds familiar because that's the kickoff theme song to help chat with Coach Gene. Live life abundantly in its fullness, wholeness. This is what wholeness is. And so God's will, his purpose, he said, is to give life in all its fullness. We are to have and enjoy our lives and live it to the fullest. And because God created us, body, mind, and spirit, might this also include the whole of our lives, our whole entire life? Too many times 
we see we get into this mindset that we equate everything. We equate all the blessings. You know, we equate living life abundantly. We always want to equate everything to money, monetary, and material things, and cars and houses. But baby, let me tell you, if you ain't got your health, my God, see. You can't make money and create wealth and have success if you sickly, okay? You cannot, you can't do it. You don't have the strength, the energy, the drive. But if you got your health and your strength, baby, you can go out and make them coins all day, every day. You can be successful in everything you touch everything you do, whatever success looks like to you, yes, you can achieve it if you got your health and strength. You can go out there and make them coins. But if you ain't got your health and strength, my God. And look, I'm a witness. I went from being healthy as a horse part and expression is just an expression, because I ain't a horse, but it's just an expression. On no medications, never been sick, no hospitalization other than childbirth and that kind of stuff, to you know, them finding a spot on my lung, going through chemotherapy, which was the darkest time of my life, sick as a dog. I mean, just sick, sick. No energy, no strength. So I know what I'm talking about. And then God gave me this when I was going through that dark time. So, hey, look, you got your health and strength. You can walk in your purpose, your God-given purpose, walk in your destiny, be who God created you to be. Do what God called you to do. So this is why wholeness, health, healing, and wholeness, keeping that triad, body, mind, and spirit in harmony, in balance. Because remember what I said, an imbalance in any one of these components of the triad affects the other components, period, point blank. And so, I'm going to move on from that. We got a little while to go. I believe, as being a healthcare provider, I believe that by bringing awareness to all issues related to health through education on prevention, um, on how to prevent health problems, I believe that by providing the necessary tools to help others to live their lives at an optimum state of health, helping others to maintain their healing, as well as collaborating with our community leaders, collaborating with our primary care providers, collaborating with our specialty care providers, and providing resources throughout our communities that could positively impact the lives of the people and entire communities, and more importantly than that, that will assist them in fulfilling their God-given purpose and destiny because God desires us to be whole. And look, if you don't believe me, read your Bible. There are numerous examples of this in the New Testament alone, okay? Think about the lame man at the gate of the temple called Beautiful in Acts, the third chapter, 1 through 16. Think about the woman with the issue of blood in Mark, the 25th chapter. I mean, excuse me, Mark, the fifth chapter, beginning at the 25th verse, I meant to say, excuse me. Plenty of examples where God's will is for us. He desires us to be healthy, healed, 
and whole because we have work to do. The only reason we're still here is because he's not through with us yet. There is work to be done. And so I'm going to move on to perspective number four, which is simple. Be healthy. The accompanying scripture, 3 John verse 2, 3 John verse 2, beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health. And uh, Amplified Version says, and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. It is God's will that we be successful. It is his will that we prosper, but it's also his will that we be in good physical health as our soul prospers spiritually. Okay? It's his will that we are blessed with health. He wants to bless us in every area of our lives to include the area of health and wellness. Again, wholeness. He wants us to be healthy, healed, and whole. And so one day I was reading a scripture, and for some reason I read it backwards. <laughs> I read it for some reason one day when I was reading a scripture, because I read this scripture. Let me tell you, this scripture right here was one of the key verses that got me through my health challenge, okay? And so one day I was reading it, right, this verse, and I read it backwards. All the times I read this verse, this one particular time, I read it backwards. And so when I read it, when I read it backwards, it read as such, as I know your soul prospers, in parentheses, spiritual health, because again, I'm coming from the Amplified Version with this um, verse right here. As I know your soul prospers, I pray that in every way you succeed and prosper and be in good health physically. So when I think of one's soul's prospering, I believe it involves growth and maturity and all the things that come with growing in Christ and maturing in Christ, okay? Because we go from babe, you know, you're newly saved, and you're a babe in Christ, but through prayer and fasting you know, and seeking God and spending time with him and in his word, you know, you're supposed to grow and mature just like we grow and mature in the natural, in this physical body. You know, we go through physical growth and development. So it is in the spirit. We should be going through spiritual growth and development and be maturing, right? And so, you know, when I think of one soul's pro one, of one soul's prospering, you know, of a person's soul's pro pro prospering, excuse me, I, I believe it involves growth and maturity. And so I believe you get the picture, but we are to mature. Don't believe me again. Go to the Word of God. We got the Word says by now you should be eating meat, the meat of the word, but you're still on milk, still babes. So that lets me know right there we're supposed to grow and mature. And it is God's will that we succeed and prosper and be in good health even as our soul prospers. And so perspective number five simply is to walk therein. 
And the scriptures are Isaiah, the 53rd chapter and the 5th verse, and Matthew, the 8th chapter and the 17th verses, which I'm going to be speaking from. But you can also take a look at 2 Corinthians, the 4th chapter, verses 17 through 18, and Psalms, the 34th chapter and the 19th verse. So Isaiah 53rd chapter, 5th verse, and Matthew, the 8th chapter and the 17th verse are the key scriptures um, that I want to really hone in on based how God has um, gave me this um, word uh, regarding health from a uh, biblical perspective. And so we know the prophet Isaiah said, by his stripes or wounds we are healed. And Matthew, the 8th chapter, is that Christ fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He himself took our infirmities or sicknesses upon himself, and carried away our diseases. So not only did Jesus bear every sin we've ever committed or will ever commit as long as we are living, but he also took all of our sicknesses, all infirmities, and every disease. He bore all of that on the cross over 2,000 years ago. And so, you know, again, these scriptures, I'm telling you, I'm not, look, I ain't telling you what I think or what I learned or what I, yeah, I'm telling you what I read and learned, but I walked this. These scriptures I'm sharing with you, I had to read and speak out loud and pray about every day from August 2018 through early this year. So I'm telling you what I know, what I walked through, okay? So I'm not telling you just as Coach Gene registered nurse Jean with a background, you know, a 33-year nursing career. I'm telling you what I walked through. I walked through this valley. Okay? So when you, I'm going to tell you, when you get these scriptures down in your spirit, truly, and I mean truly believe, stand on the word of God, believe God's will for your life that you, to prosper his will, that you prosper and be in health, and believe that Christ already bore all the sickness, all illness. If you're going through acute or chronic illness or disease right now, Christ already bore, he already took that upon himself on the cross. When you truly get this in your spirit, baby, let me tell you, it's a game changer going forth. It's a game changer. It, you talk about a different perspective about why you are going through what you going through, whatever that health challenge is, or it don't even have to be a health challenge. Maybe it's a challenge in some other area of your life. But when you get these scriptures down in your spirit and believe them and stand on them, it's a game changer going forward. Nothing you going through is going to be able to keep you down when you know and believe God's desire for you, his plan for you. You know, Jeremiah 29 and 11 tells us he knows the plans that he has for us. Plans to prosper, not harmless, but to give us a future and a hope. God's got plans for you if you are still living, if you are under the sound of my voice. Regardless of the situation, the circumstances, regardless of the illness or disease, regardless of COVID-19, cancer, diabetes, whatever. God has plans for you to prosper. God has plans to give you a future and a hope. And I hope y'all are getting this down in your spirit because I 
get excited every time I think about and meditate on and read and speak and declare and decree God's promises in his word. So his desire is for us to be healthy and whole. And so remember, our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And if we are to fulfill our God-given purpose here on earth and walk in destiny, if we are to prosper and be in health as our soul prospers, there's something that's required of us. Yes, we are required. There's something required of us. First and foremost, getting into a right relationship with God, number one. But we have to develop a lifestyle of health. We have to learn to develop a wellness lifestyle. And again, health and wellness used interchangeably. I do it myself, but they mean two different things, and that's for another time. But unfortunately, listen, listen, my brothers and sisters, too many of us have gotten used to being unhealthy. Too many have gotten used to being ill and sick and not feeling their best selves. Okay? Too many. And that's not God's will for us. Many of you listening to me right now have either developed or made a lifestyle out of your illness, your sickness, or whatever disease or whatever doctors have diagnosed you with. You've made it a lifestyle. It ain't meant to be a lifestyle. It's only meant to be a temporary situation, and too many of y'all have turned, made a lifestyle out of a temporary situation. That is not God's will for you. And so, the next scripture, 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, Verses 17 through 18, for a momentary light affliction. It's passing. It's supposed to pass. We're supposed to just walk through the journey. It's just supposed to pass. This light affliction is but for a moment, but it's producing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond measure so that we don't look at, look, we can't focus on what we see. We cannot focus on what we see going on around us. We can't focus on what we see going on with the coronavirus and numbers rising and all these things. We cannot focus on what we see with our natural eye. Okay? Don't look at what you see, for what you see is temporary. It's brief. It may seem long, and I know one of the fruits of the Spirit is long-suffering. Let me tell you, it seemed long to me, too, when I was going through my health challenge. From August, and really before August 2018, August 2018 is just when I started chemo. They've been trying to find and figure out what was going on with me since September 2017. But it really hit the fan July 5th when they said it's malignant, and from there, surgery, and from there, the next month, chemotherapy, and nine months of that. And then after that, if that wasn't enough, nine weeks later, I'm going into cardiac arrest, congestive heart failure, cardiac arrest because of the chemo that I finished nine weeks ago. Look, look, so I understand long-suffering. However, however, what we see is temporary. It's for, a brief, it's for a brief moment, a brief moment. It's only temporary, only for a season. Don't make a temporary, do not turn a temporary situation into a permanent lifestyle. And furthermore, you know, the Bible says in Psalms, the 34th chapter, many are the afflictions of the righteous. 
but the Lord delivers us from them all. And the Amplified Version, many hardships and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous. It's puzzling. I, it was puzzling to me how I ended up with a, with a spotted tumor in my lung. As healthy as I was, as much as I exercised, a runner in the art, it was puzzling to me. I was like, whoa, wait, what? You got to be kidding me. Many hardships and perplexing, puzzling circumstances confront the righteous, but God rescues. This is the amplified version. This is good news. God rescues us from them all. And so life and death are in the power of the tongue, people. We have to speak, claim, declare, decree that by his stripes, his wounds, we are healed. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't get tired and grow weary while battling an illness or a disease, because that, that could be furthest from the truth. We are human, and the bottom line is humanity is going to clash and bump heads with our spirituality. That's real talk, all right? It's a constant battle. As human beings, we are constantly in battle. It's a clashing of the titans, if you will, between our humanity and our spirituality. We get weak in our flesh. We get weak in our emotions. However, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for his strength, which is made perfect in our weakness. And, and, and you know, sometimes we got to develop the spirit of a warrior. When God gave that to me and gave me a title for that book about my journey through my dark time, through that health challenge, sometimes we got to dig deep and pull out what's in us. Because what's in you is going to come out of you. If you got the word of God, the heart of God in you, guess what's going to come out of you? So pull out the word of God. Pull it out. Speak it. Declare and decree it. The truth of God's word. And finally, because we got about five, six more minutes left, perspective number six. Now, and I got this capitalized and bold now faith. And you know where I'm getting ready to come from. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the first verse, is the main scripture I want to share with you regarding this perspective of now faith. But there are many others. If you want to write them down real quick, Daniel, the 6th chapter, the 23rd verse, Mark, the 10th chapter, 47 through 52nd verse, Proverbs, the 4th chapter, verses 20 through 22, and 2 Corinthians, the 1st chapter, 20th verse. Many of us quote these verses on the regular, you know, and the world, and we, we, we are to be transformed and renewed of our minds. We're not supposed to think as the world thinks, right? But the world says that seeing is believing. But those of us with a transformed mind, whose minds have been transformed and renewed, look, and renewed those of us with a renewed mind believe just the opposite, that believing, first we believe, and then we see the manifestation in the natural, okay? So when God first gave me this teaching, this is how he gave me this perspective. He said, a now faith. As a matter of fact, a right now faith. A right now faith, okay? A right now faith. And health and healing, let me tell you, health and your healing requires faith. With faith, you see yourself, we see ourselves healthy, we see ourselves healed, even before the doctor's report confirms it. And so the bottom line 
is we cannot continue to rely on the same level of faith we had 5, 10, 15, 50 years ago, people. We cannot rely on the faith of others. Some of us need a right-now faith for a right-now situation. You need a right-now faith for your right-now situation. And so many are the promises of God, and they are all answered yes. So through Christ, we are able to say amen. And when I was going through my health challenge, I had to pay attention and only allow the voice of God, his promises, and his word to, 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 to reach my ear, to reach my hearing. Because you cannot have everyone in your ear. You got to keep the word in your heart, meditate on it, because let me tell you, his word is life. His word is health. His word is healing. And like I tell my clients, change your mind. You can change your life. But God's will for us is to be healthy and whole in every area of our lives. He is faithful, and if he said it in his word, you can take it to the bank. For again, his promises are yes, and therefore we say amen. So let me give you one Coach Gene health tip for the week. Please, by all means, read, study, and meditate on these scriptures. Yes, it's imperative, especially if you're going through a health challenge. These, these scriptures, the word of God is what got me through. I'm here to tell you, even when I was crying in my bedroom, let me tell you, the word of God, these scriptures speaking and declaring and decreeing them, no matter how I was feeling, believing God before the manifestation of healing ever came about. So read and study and meditate on these scriptures. We are body, mind, and spirit beings, and you've got to feed your spirit man. And if you are a leader in your community, if you are a healthcare provider, if you are a minister of the gospel, a pastor, a prophet, a apostle, preacher, teacher, whatever God has called you to do, if you are listening to me now, or if you catch the replay, if you don't have a health and wellness ministry, Please consider including one within your church, within your congregation. Some of the most afflicted people, sickly people, are within the body of Christ. That should not be so. Like, what is really going on, people? What is really going on? We've got to minister to the whole person. And if you don't know, let me school you. Christ is coming back sooner than we think. Yeah, we've been hearing it for decades, but look at the times we're living in. Look at all that's going on around us. He's coming back sooner than we think. Yet there's so much work left to be done, and we cannot build the kingdom, and we are not going to draw others to him all sickly and weak. It ain't going to happen. The sinner don't want to know the God that we serve, and we crippled up and sick. So look, look, we are to be an example and a light to the world. Okay, so pastors, teachers, preachers, evangelists, apostles, pro look, let's provide our congregations the tools they need for optimum health uh, to maintain the healing that God has blessed us with. Let's do it. Let's be about it. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. I talked about health disparities in the last two shows, but we individually and corporately are the first line in decreasing health disparities. And oh, by the way, if you are listening to me overseas, health disparities is not just a problem in the United States. Health disparities is a global issue. 
And so there you have it. Thank the Lord for another another opportunity to be here in the chat room sharing with you all what God has given me to share with you on tonight. I thank God. I thank all of you, my listening audience. I thank my producer, Mr. Jerry Royce, the Batman of Charm City, and the entire Positive Power Radio family. I wish you all love, peace, and health. God bless you. And if the Lord say so himself, same bat time, same bat channel, right here next week. Health Chat with Coach G. Please share and invite others to join us as well. God bless you. Peace and health. I'm out. Be empowered. Be strong. Take charge. Speak life. Live life abundant. Get with it now. You are now entering the chat room. Health chat with Coach Gene, that is, where we debate, debunk, educate, empower, impart, and raise awareness on all things related to health, healing, and holistic well-being, body, mind, and spirit. Let's go.